before we start this show, I want to give a shout out to friend of the show and multi-time guest of the show, Mr. Trevor O'Brien and his wife, Amy, on the birth of their new daughter, Sloan. Congratulations to you both. Now, let's get to the Iron Dread podcast. Actually, my friend was listening to a Good Charlotte album that day. And I was like, hey, what are you listening to? And he goes, oh, Good Charlotte. And so I took one of his headphones and we listened to Good Charlotte. And since that moment, I started listening to punk rock music, I guess you could say. Well, I remember being 11 years old and writing a letter to Simple Plan asking for their autograph. Never got one. Hey, this is Carly Whitaker, and you're listening to the Iron Dread Podcast. Ah, yes, we are back and all the way live, as always, to record here on the Iron Dread Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Chris Whitaker. This one, we got episode number 42, where we have my very own sister, Carly Whitaker, in to talk emo and punk rock music. But before we get to that, just want to remind you about our new social media handle, at Iron Dread Pod on Instagram and Twitter, out there for you to check out and give us a follow and uh, share our social media handle out across your platforms. Help us out. Help us to spread the news of the show. If you are a Apple user, please give us a rating and review. And that also helps us to share the show. Remember, the Iron Dread podcast is available on all major podcast platforms, Spotify, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, all the different um, podcast platforms that are out there. You can find us there on the favorite platform of your choosing. Give us a subscribe and automatically have the episodes downloaded each week into your inbox and be waiting there each Wednesday when they drop. So uh, things are going pretty well around here. I'm not going to keep you. This one's a fun one with my sister talking all emo and punk rock music. Let's get to the show. Here we are, folks. We're back live to record from the Sanctorium of Strength right here in Michigan. I'm your host, as always, Chris Whitaker. I am sitting here chatting with my only sister, four years younger than I, is my sister, Carly Whitaker. Carly, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, we've, uh, we've been talking about doing this show for a while. Um, my sister is one of the biggest fans that I know of punk rock slash emo type rock music. Right? <laughs> She's big into that. She's been some, into that since we were kids. Um, and I wanted to bring her on and we can you know, share some uh, insight into the punk rock, emo rock greatness that both her and I can appreciate. So she has compiled a list of songs that she really enjoys from the genre. I have compiled some as well, and we're going to go through and we're going to talk a little bit about each one. All right. Um, so, Carly, uh, how did you get into uh, punk rock music? Because, I mean, our mom and dad do not like punk rock music in any way, shape or form. So they definitely did not influence us into that. Oh, that is very true. So, um, truthfully, I believe I was listening to one of your 50 Cent albums, probably when I was like 11. 
maybe 10. And uh, dad happened to walk by the bedroom as I was, you know, dancing around my room. And he's like, what is this? What are you listening to? And I was like, oh, you know, just the little 50 cent here. <laughs> and uh, he was like, you're not listening to this. This is crap. So I was like, all right. So, you know, it was probably a Saturday. On Monday, I got on the school bus and I sat in the back of the bus with all my friends, all the local people of, you know, Port Ewan and Esopus. Shout out to them. Shout and, out uh, Port Ewan, Esopus, <laughs> New York. And uh, actually, my friend Kevin Urban was listening to a Good Charlotte album that day. And I was like, hey, what are you listening to? And he goes, oh, Good Charlotte. And so I took one of his headphones and we listened to Good Charlotte. And since that moment, I started listening to punk rock music, I guess you could say, because mom and dad did not like rap music. <laughs> so that's that. Yeah, I mean, I love rap music and hip hop music. Um, been talking about doing a podcast with uh, somebody you know from uh, our wedding this summer when you came out here. You met Coach Rob Dubay, who was uh, a guest on the podcast uh, a little while ago, talking about 90s movies. He's a big hip-hop fan, and we might do a, a, a hip-hop um, podcast soon. But, yeah, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure it wasn't 50 Cent, though. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure it was Nelly. Maybe. It could have it could have been Nelly, and you went from uh, the Backstreet Boys and NSYNC, who um who we still both love. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, you went to to hip hop and then uh, then switched to to punk rock. So yep. yeah, I'm, I'm pretty I'm pretty sure it was it was Nelly's Country Grammar album. Oh maybe. Um, yep. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, also, um, you also had a Limp Biscuit album that I liked. Uh, that's not on my list, but you had that. I don't know if I put any Limp Biscuit on my list either. Oh well, we'll say right now, Limp Biscuit shout out. <laughs> yeah, Limp Biscuit, Fred Durst. Fred Durst, <laughs> their their clutch. Chocolate starfish and hot dog flavored water. <laughs> I love that album. <laughs> it's a good album. <laughs> I used to play the snowboarding game on uh, on PlayStation, the original PlayStation. Yeah. To the chocolate starfish and the hot dog flavored <laughs> water. <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna go through some songs and we'll you know we'll play a, a little little sample of it because you know hey copyright things we can only play a little bit yeah uh, of of each song but we'll we'll run we'll run through it so we'll start uh, first now my list is is probably going to be a little more i guess mainstream um emo punk rock songs um yours might be a little more deep down into the um you know, you know the real inner workings of the genre as you're a much bigger fan of it i can appreciate it but you've been that's probably your number one genre so uh, i'm gonna start with a, a little clip of a song from a band that you loved a band that you loved in simple plan we'll probably still do yeah mm -hmm. and their, and their <laughs> song perfect
Oh yeah, so a little simple, <laughs> simple plan. I, I, hey, sorry, folks, I was jamming there. <laughs> if, that, if that clip went a little bit long, I'm sure the CDC is never going to find us here on the Iron Dread podcast. Or not CDC? What is it? The uh, the uh, copyright infringement. CD. Oh yeah, it's not the it's not the Center for Disease Control that we're worried about catching us. It's the uh, <laughs> FCC. Um, catching us so yeah hey I, I started off strong with simple plan i know you you were a, a big fan you want to say anything about uh, simple plan well i remember being 11 years old and writing a letter to simple plan asking for their autograph never got one never got a response but you know what it's okay they're busy people totally fine touring the world um so funny thing about simple plan two two things one Brittany Alessi and I, shout out to Brittany Alessi. Mm, shout out. <laughs> she, uh, Childhood friend. We used to, their parents used to come over every Friday night and play cards. And we would blast that album, specifically Perfect, and scream at the top of our lungs. We would just sing all the time. Good times. It's a jam. It is a, a jam. jam. It's an absolute jam. I got a lot of jams that you're going to want to sing along to on this list. For sure. Um, and then my other uh, story is when we would go camping all the time and hang out with my friend Kelsey Green, who's no longer Kelsey Green. She's, uh, forgot her last name now. Anyway, um, <laughs> she... Uh, so you two have really kept up? Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, she, we used to watch this, t this video that they came out with it was called A Big Package for You, and it was all of their worldwide tour videos and, you know, footage and stuff. And we would watch that at least once a weekend. And then we would go out and walk around the campsite, and we would sing the songs and jump around. It was a good album and a good movie. Yeah, for, uh, I, for some reason, I think I can remember you uh, watching that. I'm it was so good. Yeah. I would, uh, you know, watch the video and pretend I was there. It was great. Yeah. All right. So we started off strong with Simple Plan. Uh, first one off of my list. And folks, these are in no particular order. Um, just albums and songs that we love. And I love Simple Plan. I enjoyed that. So, Carly, uh, what's your first song that you're going to take off of uh, your list here for this episode of the show? So, I must specify, these are in no particular order, and they're mostly albums, because I cannot decide on specific songs. But my first one is going to be Until the Day I Die by Story of the Year. It's a good jam. It's a good workout jam. And uh, it's off of the album Page Avenue. And uh, I remember getting this album. Mom used to go grocery shopping every Wednesday. And I remember walking into Walmart and finding it after seeing the music video on the channel Fuse. Oh, I remember Fuse. 
and uh, she'd always look for you know the parental advisory thing, and then she'd let me buy it. So this was it. It's a good one. Yeah, two thousand three story of the year came out with this album. Uh, I was I was in high school. You were still in middle school. Yep. So story of the year until the day I die. story of the year until the day i die uh folks i hope you're uh as you listen to this i hope you're you're jamming along like we are because we're both when the song's playing we're both kind of muted on our mics just jamming uh in the back so we're we're having a good time with it um i i think both of these songs and and all this this genre uh, you know for me music has to make you feel something whatever it is and i think what makes this genre of music so great and probably all these songs we're going to bring up um makes this genre so great is that you feel it right you feel the emotion coming from the artist that's singing it right like there's no punk rock you know uh band or emo especially the emo rock bands that you know just kind of like go through the motions they are putting out emotion into their music and i think that's what makes it great so strong start for you with a little bit of story of the year. Uh, I'm going next. I'm going with a, a little group that, you know, they, they shot up uh, pretty fast. And I haven't heard much from them since when they did their own uh, cover of Michael Jackson's Smooth Criminal. Oh, and that would be Alien Amp Farm. Oh, yeah.
Yes. So little <laughs> alien ant farm, smooth criminal. What is that one? What kind of memories does that one bring back? Oh, a lot. <laughs> I think I heard that for the first time from you, actually. Um, we were probably just running around the house. You were probably listening to it and we were running around the hallway just singing, you know, probably what we do best. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we've done that from time to time. I also, uh, I like this one because I have, anytime I have a kid in class or in the weight room, um, I like to, and their name is Annie. I go, Annie, are you okay? Uh, <laughs> are you okay, Annie? Yeah, do they know what, they're, what you're talking about? Uh, some of them do. Some of them do. Uh, when we teach CPR, the inflatable dummies right, that you use to do chest compressions on, they're called, uh, you know, mini annies. <laughs> so when I'm teaching it first and I'm teaching them how to like check for signs of life, you got to walk up and ask, ask the dummy, are you okay? Are you okay? <laughs> are you okay, Annie? So, <laughs> yeah, good times. Good times there. A little smooth criminal from Alien Ant Farm. Uh, what was their other song? Didn't they have another song called like the movies or something like that? Was that them? It's just I'm not like sure. Maybe. The movies. Uh, I think that was them. All right. So give me another one off your list. All right. Uh, next, I'm going to go with census fail. Probably the one that everybody would know would be uh, buried a lie off of uh, let it enfold you. Buried a lie and mm -hmm. senseless fail. Uh, this one I'm not familiar with. Let's check it out. senseless fail I, I don't mind that one i like that one yeah that one's a more i guess you could say mellow song off of that album most of them have screaming in them yeah so yeah they're, uh, they're, they're getting into the a little bit of the uh screamo rock yep that's the the death metal C kind of they're not quite death metal but uh story of the year also screams um yeah. those are my two favorite screamo bands i guess you could say uh yeah i do i do enjoy that from time to time you know sometimes you know get a little drowning pool but i probably could i don't think i have them on my list i don't know if they're emo uh, <laughs> bodies bodies by drowning pool does not count as an emo song uh i don't know 
I, I don't I don't know what is really considered emo anymore, but the lines, I mean, are, the lines are starting to blur. They are. I'm I'm just stuck in the early 2000s, man. I I don't know. <laughs> yeah, hey, they were a good time. I, I I tell kids about it all the time. Yep. All right, so moving on down the road here, um, I'm going to bring probably the most popular, um, well, I don't know if they're the most popular. They're, uh, they're definitely one of the top bands of this genre in our, in our childhood and, and Blink-182. And uh, they took a, a certain song to the top of the Total Request Live uh, <laughs> video countdown. TRL. PRL, uh, I, I, kids, kids today too don't they don't understand the concept of that because they could just go on YouTube and watch music videos whenever we want. Mm -hmm. uh, they don't realize they don't realize about having to wait for TRL to come on and be able to see the videos. Yeah, you know, sit there and wait for wait for Kid Rock to come on. <laughs> Kid Rock right, was, was Kid Rock gonna make it to number one? Right, was it gonna mm -hmm. be Backstreet Boys or In Sync? Well, all of a sudden. Uh, Corn could be also thrown into this mix, but Blink-182 came and took this song, All the Small Things, to the top of the TRL uh, video requests. Blink-182. People still get down to that song today. That's yeah, I don't. I don't know how you can not. So good. Blink one eighty two. All the small things. The third one off of my list. Now we're coming into your third choice. What, what, what are you going to bring to the people next year? All right, I'm going to go a little more on the poppy side. Um, I'm going to choose Avril Lavigne. Um, that album Under My Skin. That was probably like my, I don't know, seventh grade year. Uh, the most popular song off that album was called Don't Tell Me. So while she doesn't scream, I still enjoyed her. She's from Can Canada, A. Eh? She's a Canadian. Eh? <laughs> hey, we have listeners in Canada. Shout out to all our listeners in Canada. Iron Drip Podcast across six six different nations right now um and canada is one canada's own avril lavigne and her song don't tell me
Oh yeah, a little afro. I, I thought you were gonna go skater boy. I, I thought about that afterwards, but that album was that was my elementary school years and I, I do enjoy that album. I actually did a project on that album in fourth grade. Yeah. Uh but this one was more like when I started getting into Screamo, so mm. that's why I chose it. What what was the project for, for fourth grade? Uh we had to choose a band i forgot what what we had to do i just remember making a poster with a bunch of avril lavigne pictures on it like of her album cover and then we had to choose a song and uh so we chose which i think we chose skater boy i worked on that with a couple of my classmates i don't know what the point was though yeah probably just uh is it for music class yeah uh, probably uh, just um, just bringing popular music in, and so that the music teacher could probably break down the similarities between genres of music, for sure. Yep, fourth grade was a long time ago. <laughs> a long, a long, long time ago. Shout out Robert Robert Gray's Elementary School. Yep. You know, uh, speaking of Robert Gray's Elementary School, I'm sure that she does not listen to this. Um, but Miss Jackie Sheridan, uh, she was Miss Oringer for a while. I think she's Sheridan again. Um, Going to retire after this school year. This is mm. her, her, her last school year. I did see that. Well, shout out to her because we both had her. Yeah, we both we both had her. Um, I had her for second grade. And we you had her too. for second grade as well? Yeah, oh, I did. Yeah. Right, shout out. Shout out to Jackie. And over the years, like working, I've gotten gotten to know her. It's kind of pretty cool to uh, have one of your old teachers be be a um, coworker. All right. So listen, I'm going hard here. All right. <laughs> I'm going hard on this next one. Um, you know, parental advisory. There's going to be a curse word. I'm going to bleep it out on the final part of the episode, <laughs> but there's going to be a curse word here. All right. And this song, this next song, it gets me fired up still to this day. We used to listen to this before playing football games at Kingston High School. I continued to uh, listen to this song, and it's Papa Roach, Last Resort. My life into pieces. This is my last resort. Suffocation, no breathing. What? What? Oh yeah, a little last resort, Papa Roach. The best part is the opening of that song. For sure. <laughs> Just getting down, jamming, jamming to a little Papa Roach. That's a good one. Although I would like to point out that most of these this genre talks about death and drugs and suicide and um, it depression. is it is very serious subject although i must say that i i'm not so i'm not a fan of the lyrics it's more of the instrumental and the screaming part that i enjoy 
Yeah, that, that that's true. And the 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 lyrics, the lyrics are obviously talking about um, a lot of these songs talking about pain and uh, depression and all, all these things. And, and that's part of the reason why I actually do a project. And I don't know if I've ever told you this. I do a project with my kids in, in health class where they make uh, parody songs because during our mental emotional health unit. So they make parody songs um, of these types of, uh, of songs and have them apply to like, you know, something that we're talking about in class, you know, um, you know, bullying, depression, suicide, um, you know, a lot of these different mental, emotional health issues. And uh, I think the kids one have fun with it because they like the genre. Uh, some of them and others, it kind of, it helps them like kind of connect, connect to it and see like, all right, Hey, there, there's, if they are going through that, there's people that are, are going through that too. They wrote songs about it and that was their outlet, mm-hmm. you know? Yep. So. Uh, so I love that one. Uh, it was a jam. And I think that song turned 24, 20 or 25 years old this year let's see when it came out let's see when it came out yeah yeah papa roach infest that album came out in the year 2000 oh the giant roach on the cover yeah well the giant roach on the cover (laughs) they had what was it um broken home was another good song yeah that was a good one on that one um i've been a i've been a fan of of papa roach for uh for a while so your fourth song coming off of your list. What's it going to be? Well, my next choice is going to be Evanescence. Oh. Yeah, the album Fallen. So Bring Me to Life is the number one song on that one. I love so it. I remember listening to that with Andrew and our giant stereo system. Andrew Cafaldo, shout out. You had him on your podcast. Yeah, Twice, yeah, yeah. M- multiple, multiple time guest <laughs> Andrew Cafaldo on the Iron Dread podcast. He he'll listen to this one. So bring me to life, Evanescence. I love this song. This is another. This is another one that um, I would often jam to and still do from time to time. Yeah. Uh, when when training, when getting ready for a game. Here we go, Evanescence. Love it. 
That's a good love one. Love it. Love everything about this song. Right? And I'm going to tell you, the listening audience, that my sister, while I was jamming, I looked up <laughs> at the last minute and she is recording me singing along to this song. Hopefully I had to. Hopefully that video does not leak out onto the internet. It will ruin my public image. No, just a tabby. Shout out to Tabby. We also, we duet to that song on every road trip. It's one of our favorites. Oh, it's a jam. It's an absolute jam. Uh, I've, I've thought before, like, of trying to do an event at the school uh, where we did, the teachers would do a lip sync. That and would be really funny. There's a, there's a lot of songs that I'd pick. I don't know if I'd pick that one, but I could do that one. Um, you know, I get uh, I get someone else that's into it to sing the uh, Amy Lee parts, and I'll I'll do the uh, the male vocals there. You could have Katie as a guest teacher. I could I, I could she? Well, we'll see. She works for the rival school district. She can't come over there. Well, she just has to wear Dexter stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So moving moving on. Um, now I, I I put a lot of different um, different songs into my list because I'm like you. It's kind of hard for me to uh, to pick just uh, just ten, you know, put them in any sort of order. So uh, the next one on my list w- was uh, another song, and I'm not going to play this one. I'll just do an honorable mention, right? Because we already heard from this band and Blink 182, um, all the small things. I think this song was actually before all the small things and what my age again, what's my age again. I think Mm. it was that one. I think it was what my age, what's my age again, then all the small things. I could be wrong. I Mm. could be wrong. Let me check that. One of them is on Enema of the State, I believe. Yeah. The album is yeah enema of the state 1999 uh what my what's my age again and then all the small things they were on the same album they were on the Uh, same album they were on the same album that came out in 1999 i don't remember which one released first rob dubay would know that he would he would know which one that was so again honorable mention what's my age again blink 182 but the next song i'm going to play a sample of uh, th- this band for me, I, I found them, you know, early in the high school years, um, raw e- emotion, again, uh, completely uh, exhibiting the elements of the genre. Uh, and I think you would put these guys more as I would at least put these guys as emo type rock. And it's Panic at the Disco. <laughs> yes. I write sins, not tragedies. <laughs>
Oh yes. <laughs> That's a good right. one. What 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 is what does that one bring bring back to your brain? Uh, all right. Two things. That was when Panic at the Disco had an exclamation point in their name. Panic mm-hmm. exclamation point at the disco. Just throwing that out there. Um, so we had this game on the PlayStation called Sing Star. And I believe I don't know when did we find that? I thought you might have been in college, but we found that and that song was on there and it was basically karaoke and whoever sang the best got the best score and it somehow gave you a score at the end. But we had a lot of fun with that one. That oh, yeah. was our favorite that we would sing together. Mm-hmm. That was the jam. <laughs> and, and and it's uh and looking back too, we could we could give a shout out to our, our cousin Allison Black, um, who is also a big fan of all these uh genres of music. And I meant to bring her up on Evanescence, uh, Bring Me to Life, uh, because she uh she loved that song too. Oh yeah. So I'm sure she'll listen to this and maybe be upset with us that we didn't have her be on the show. <laughs> That's okay. We can have a part two because we have too many songs. Yeah, we can have we can have a part two. All right. So what's your number five? So I was actually going to bring up Allison for this one because there you go. this one is one of the best. There's two albums, Linkin Park, Hybrid Theory, and Meteora. Allison and I would listen to both of those religiously. Um, I guess off of hybrid theory, I believe one step closer was on that one. So we'll, we'll go with that one. That one's, that one's a good scream out one. This, this is, this is a jam. Um, we actually had on a previous episode, I had coach Tim Somerlad, uh, FDNY retired. Uh, he used to coach throws at Monroe Woodbury friend of mine. And he actually picked this song as his weight room song of the week, which You'll get to pick your weight room song of the week a little bit later in the show. But for now, it's Linkin Park, One Step Closer. that one that that one's still on my playlist to to this day too oh, so good and it just reminds me of allison so much i remember mom and aunt sue would go shopping and allison and i would sit in the parking lot and just listen to our cds <laughs> because there was nothing else to do we didn't want to go shopping it was so good just just jam jam to that that song i'm lincoln park itself you could do a whole show just talking about all the hits that they had that's true r.i.p chester r.i.p rest in peace chester bennington you were a great musician 
and and made some music that uh, helped shape our youth. Good trip. All right, all right. Hey, so so we're at the halfway point right here. You've you've given five five songs. I've given five songs. I mean, I think we keep on going. I could go literally all day, probably. <laughs> you're, you're, you're off today. I am off today. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsors. Hi, this is Karen Walls from the Dexter High School administrative team, and you're listening to the Iron Dread podcast. Hey. All right, so I, I gotta I gotta start to get get creative here because you you've picked some of the ones that are that are on my list. So I, I'm gonna go with this one. Um, this one was a, a a big big song. When did this album come out? The 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 band is Jimmy Eat World uh, and their song The Middle. Uh, this song came out uh, in 2001 was their their album uh bleed american came out and they had this song in the middle on it and i love it it's a jam just take some time <laughs> The middle, Jimmy Eat World. When's the last time you heard that one? Um, well, since I've been listening to Spotify, it comes up quite often, actually. <laughs> yeah. But uh, they had another good song called Work. And uh, that music video was was pretty uh, interesting. It was like all these kids going to college and like how they felt about going to college. So that was a good song. A little depressing. Yeah. Typical of the genre from time to time. Yeah, you know. All right, so give me your number six. All right, uh, next on my list, I should have brought these these guys up a long time ago, like probably in the beginning because I already shouted out to them, but uh, Good Charlotte. <laughs> um, they had two really good albums. Uh, the one that I used to listen to the most was called Young and the Hopeless. Uh, the anthem and lifestyles of the rich and famous are on this album, so I'll let you choose which one you wanna, which one you want to do because they're both good. The anthem, the anthem is on my list too. <laughs> this is the anthem. Throw all your hands up. <laughs> Time spent there, it only made me 
the anthem good charlotte that song was on a madden game and i used to hear it all the time yep it's also in a few movies yeah yeah it's a good one it's a, 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 they were they were a good band. They were they were really popular for a while, and I, I remember you were you were a big fan of them. You had some good Charlotte posters on your walls and yep. stuff in your room when we were kids, uh, much like Simple Plan. Yep. All right. So now I'm, what I'm going to try to do is try to like finagle my list around here. So if you've already talked about if we already have listened to a song from a band, trying to not have repeats. I mean, so I got songs on here, you know, Lincoln Park, you know, Crawling. Um, I had the anthem. We said about that. Um, so the next one I'm going to throw out here, and, and I, found, I found this one probably a little bit, um, a little bit later um, in my fandom of this genre. And it's a band that I know you like, My Chemical Romance. I'm not okay. Yes, my chemical romance. I'm not okay. I promise. It's such a good one. The I think one of the members has an afro, and I would remember like watching their music videos and just like being in awe of his hair. So just it's like the guy from Coheed and Cambria. You know them. I know the I know the name of the band. Uh, they're um, actually from Poughkeepsie, I believe. Coheed. Really? Yeah. Poughkeepsie, New York. Shout out. Shout out to Poughkeepsie, New York, even though it sounds like a disease. <laughs> it does. <laughs> that, that, was a, that was a joke that wrestlers used to make. Every time we go to wrestling, they, they come in and walk out and they go, Poughkeepsie, that sounds like a disease. Uh. All right. So <laughs> we're, we're moving on here. We're, we're getting... Uh, we're getting down towards towards the end. We need your number seven choice to throw out there. Hmm. Well, we already talked about Simple Plan. I had that on there. Um, they had a lot of songs in movies. There was a movie called New York Minute with the Olsen twins. Mm -hmm. They were in that movie. And uh, I think the song was called Vacation. And then they were in the Scooby-Doo 2 soundtrack. That was a good one too. I don't remember watching the movie, but I have the soundtrack just because of Simple Plan. Um, I have a day to remember on here, which I must say I probably came across a day to remember 
in high school. So it was a little, little later in my, in my life, <laughs> I guess. Um, Evan Lewis actually showed me a day to remember. And the album is called Homesick. Uh, the Downfall of Us All was my favorite song on there. The Downfall of Us All. Such a good a day, one. A Day to Remember. I've heard that song before. I didn't know it was them. But I've yeah. heard that song before. I know that's one of your big, uh, big bands. They uh, didn't you go see them in concert? Yeah, I've seen them three or four times actually, and every time they put on a different show, and it's so great. My favorite hmm. band, actually, I'm not going to say favorite. I don't have a favorite. One of my favorites. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, it's uh, I, I like them. I'll add that. I'm gonna add that to. I'm I'm getting some songs to add to my own personal playlist here from you that I I haven't heard. A lot of them I've I've heard before. I thought I thought we were gonna be much different uh, than this. So I've heard a lot of a lot of your songs. All right. So the next the next song, um, uh, I actually learned this through that project in health class, and I had heard the song before, but I didn't know it. Who sang it? What what the name of it was? Um, and this one comes from a band called the Red Jumpsuit Apparatus. <laughs> and their song, Face Down, I, I, a, a group did this song as a, a parody for that uh, health class project. And I got into it. I like it. I love that song. I, I got into that 
I've listened to it a bunch of times. It's on, it's on my workout playlist. Do you have the Screamo one or the radio edited one? Uh, this song? Yeah, in the middle of the breakdown, there's a screaming verse. Um, the Screamo one is better. Just saying. I haven't listened. To, I haven't listened to it in a while. You would say that. Uh, I haven't <laughs> listened to it in a while, uh, but I do like that song. All right, Red Jumpsuit Apparatus was my number eight, and and their song Face Down, your number eight pick. As we wind this down even uh, further, number eight. All right, I have a few more on here that I I just don't know which one to choose. So I'm gonna go with Yellow Card. Um, everybody knows the song Ocean Avenue. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love Yellow Card not only because they're a rock band, but because there's a violinist in their band, and it's near and dear to my heart because I played violin for I don't know ten years. <laughs> yep. So that is a uh, that's a good one. Ryan Key is the lead singer of yellow card i can remember you actually talking about wanting to get an electric violin mm -hmm. so you could uh you could play the electric violin and, and there was another band i think i shared it with you called tantric that has a uh electric violin uh in the in the setup of the band so yellow card ocean avenue uh their self-titled album uh in 2003 Ocean Avenue, Yellow Card. I, I, I enjoy them. I enjoy Yellow Card. That uh, that 2003. Oh, there's a lot of a lot of these songs. You know, for us, I think it's just just because it's our, you know, generation, if you will. Um, right around that 2000, 99, 2000, 2000, probably five, six. In there, a lot of a lot of these songs, you know, if you look at them all, a lot of them have come from that that time period. Yep. All right, so I'm gonna bring this next band up, but I'm surprised you haven't. Uh, but I don't think we could do a countdown of you know emo slash punk rock songs without including Green Day. Oh yeah, they're not on my list. Yeah, uh, I mean, I, I I think like, you know, they have some good good stuff that I I, I probably like. There's probably some more songs that I like, but uh, well, from other bands more than Green Day stuff. But they, 
you know, Green Day was like the, in, in my knowledge, they were like the first punk band. Yeah. Um, and they have a bit of a cult following. I think people, uh, you know, really, really love them. And I'm going to take one of their uh, biggest songs and Basket Case and throw it on the countdown. The time to listen to me whine About nothing and everything all at once I am one of those melodramatic fools Neurotic to the bone, no doubt about it Sometimes I give myself the creeps Sometimes my mind plays tricks on me It all keeps adding up I think I'm cracking up And am I just paranoid? Am I just up? I went to a shrink Oh yeah, a little uh, little Green Day here. Had to, had to include Green Day on the countdown. I couldn't I could not put them on. Yeah, I'm glad you did. They uh, they were a pretty big influence. I just forgot because I have so many. Yeah, it's just there's just so much stuff. So many to to pick from here. All right, so your number nine pick. My number nine is going to have to be Taking Back Sunday. Um, there's two songs that I can't, can't decide. Cute Without the E or Your Soul Last Summer. You can't decide between I the two? I cannot decide because I think, I think Your Soul Last Summer has Flava Flav in the music video. I can't remember. Um, I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure that I I remember uh, your so last summer. Um, now looking it up quickly, uh, based on Spotify results, "Cute Without a E" has had significantly more uh, plays on Spotify. Eighty four thousand. I'm sorry, eighty four million plays. Uh, to your so last summer's 31 million plays uh, and then there's also another song in there called make damn sure from yeah. taking back sunday that was the later years let's let's go with their uh their most popular song here most played song on spotify and cute without the e Yeah. 
All right, a little taking back Sunday, your number nine pick, cute without an E. Throwing it on there. Um, so now we're, we're, we're into our final picks here. And I'm going to be honest, right? You've brought up some of the bands and songs on uh, on my list, and I'm, I'm trying to get creative here and, and go a different route. Uh, you know, I had, you know, songs like Linkin Park's Crawling uh, on, on mine you talked about. I've had, I had Skater Boy uh, for Avril. Um, so I'm going to, oh, man. Oh, that that is, are, are you going to bring up that band or should I? Because there's, there's some greatness coming from, from that band i don't really think of them as as emo though but i will i will bring up one of my favorite my favorite songs from the band that you just said to me quietly my sister and that is saliva one of my favorite songs of theirs uh, is off their 2001 album every six seconds and it's click click boom saliva click click boom I, I they're another one that like i didn't think to put them on like they're i know i would, I would classify them in the in this in this genre um but i just didn't didn't think about them i'm glad you i'm glad you brought them up um, i know it's it's hard to decide what is emo and what is so that's why i'm just like because eh. yeah. they're kind of more like papa roach Godsmack, that yeah. type yeah, and, and I love all those. I don't. I would classify them usually as hard rock. Like, yeah, you know, where does it where does it fit? But I mean, for for me, some of the things that I didn't bring up, and actually, maybe I should let you go with your last one before I bring up some of the ones that I had, but just didn't have the feeling to throw them on the show. So why don't we get your number ten? Then we can kind of talk about some of the ones that didn't quite make the top ten choice for the show, but we want to give a shout out anyway. All right, so I'm having a really hard time choosing the last one because I got three here. But I'm going to have to go with The Used. Um, I believe the album that I listened to the most was called In Love and Death. It has the song Take It Away on it. That album I listened to over and over again. Hmm. Burt McCracken is the lead singer. McCracken? Or McCracken. Or McCracken. The used. Take it away. Uh, take it away. What was the name of the album? In Love and Death. 
where it came out around the same time as census fail and story of the year i'm trying to find it i've been pretty good the whole show with when i find a a band that you're looking for i'm able to uh to find it pretty quick there it is the used in love and death the album came out in 2004 and the first track was your number 10 choice for this show and take it away This is most definitely your style. Yeah, <laughs> some some loud loud screaming. Is that is that Art Art? What's his name? Art McCracken? No, Bert. Bert <laughs> Bert McCracken. Uh, there uh, doing those screaming lyrics. Or yeah, was that that's him? Yeah, he did it all. He's crazy man. The the used the in love and death album and Carly's final choice for her top 10 and their song take it away so why don't we do a real quick uh honorable mention ones that didn't make it we're not going to play play samples of these um but i will will put them i'm compiling folks a spotify playlist with all the songs both the songs chosen by my sister carly and yours truly putting them into one playlist that you can find uh on spotify and you can search it out in the show notes and uh, find this spotify playlist and listen to all these great songs that we've talked about on this episode in their entirety so my honorable mentions list um, out of the things that we did not play, we already discussed, uh, I had, you know, Blink-182's, you know, What My Age Again, uh, the anthem from Good Charlotte, you played it, I had it on my list. Uh, one that I did not play, uh, but thanks should be mentioned, is Crawling in the Dark, Hoobastank. Yes. Crawling, in, crawling oh. in the Dark, Searching for the Answers. Is there something more than what I've been handed? All right. There's so many good Hoobastank songs. Uh, yeah. Um, I had Bring Me to Life as well uh, that you mentioned. Lincoln Park's Crawling, Puddle of Mud, Blurry. Oh, yeah. All right. Puddle of Mud, I'm a, I'm a big fan of. Um, let's see. Yeah. I, I mean, and that, those are all my, my honorable mentions that, that I would have there. Um, I don't, I love like you know, all kinds of rock music, and, and this was fun. Give me any of the ones that you did not uh, get on your top list. All right. So I did not mention uh, Under Oath, the band in general. Um, they are really good. Lots of screaming. Mm-hmm. Um, the Impact of Reason was a good one. It's a good song. 
uh, Hawthorne Heights, Ohio was for lovers. That they were they were really good too. Definitely um, emo. <laughs> I guess you could say that emo is anybody that had the black straightened hair over their eyes eyeliner. Definitely, uh, definitely Hawthorne Heights. Um, we also didn't mention some forty one. Did we get through a whole podcast with our punk rock music and not bring up some forty one? I know. So some forty one for me always kind of went hand in hand with Blink One Eighty Two, but I preferred Blink One Eighty Two over some forty one. But there are many good some forty one songs. Yeah. What, what was uh, that? They were they were uh, in, in too deep. Was that them? Yep. In too yep. deep, and was Fat Lip them? Fat Lip. Yep. That's in some movies. Um, and my last one I didn't mention was Silverstein, uh, Discovering the Waterfront. I had all of their albums, and they were also emo. Um, lots of screaming, lots of amazing breakdowns. Uh, I just felt like the used was over them. That was who I was having a hard time deciding between Silverstein and the used. Uh, I mean, when you when you get on... And I think that's one of the biggest challenges of of doing these type of podcasts, and, and they're fun. And and I, you know, we usually I get good feedback from people that listen to them that are fans of the genre. Uh, but then the first thing I always get, like when we talk about music or movies or TV shows or anything like that, is, is you get, oh, how did you leave out this one? How did you, mm-hmm. folks? If if we, it was it was tough to do. And if you sit down and try to do it yourself, you'll you'll understand where we're coming from. But if we missed one uh, and you want to uh, let us know, use the hashtag ID podcast uh, on any social media platform and tag me at coach underscore Whitaker at coach underscore Whitaker 66 or at iron dread underscore SC. And, and tell us what ones we missed. Tell us what we might need to come back and do another, uh, another song, uh, another, another podcast with the top 10 songs chosen by the Iron Dread podcast audience. So uh, we only have two more things of business here, my sister, and then I'll let you go about your your day. And I thank you for your time to be involved in the show. Um, If you had to pick one song, um, obviously we got a bunch of songs here. It could be one off your list that you already mentioned, or it could be one that maybe you didn't mention each and every week that we have the podcast, we do our weight room song of the week. So, and it gets added to our weight room song of the week playlist. So what song would you pick to put on the iron dread weight room song of the week playlist? All right. I would choose. It's not on my list, but it's, um, and the day to remember song called second sucks off of the album. What separates me from you? This song is just like, Chris loves it. My Chris loves it. It's just, it's so good. And it's short and it's all screaming and it just gets me fired up. So great. A day to remember. Second sucks. We will put that on our weight room song of the week playlist. And we'll also play a little sample of it at the very end of the show. So Carly, last order of business. Do you have any public social media handles that people that listen to the show, if they want to follow you can follow you at? I do not. I just have Facebook. Uh, my sister only has Facebook. <laughs> 20, 28 years old and still has not found a way to Instagram. 
I'm working on it. Tw- I got to get one. Twitter, um, <laughs> any any of those other social media platforms that all of us use. Um, the kids at my school would be making fun of you right now because you don't. Hey, have listen, I'm stuck in the early 2000s. I already established that. I mean, it was a quality time period. I mean, it's not a bad place to be stuck. I still have a, a MySpace that I made a fake account. Like I made a fake email, so I can't delete it. So that's still out there. We all have MySpace out there somewhere still. So, uh, Carly, hopefully uh, we'll, we can do this again. This is always, It's always fun getting to talk to you. Obviously, my sister lives in New York, uh, and, and I'm here in Michigan, so we don't get to spend as much time together as we used to when we both lived in the same spot. Uh, but it is fun to sit down and have some fun and, and get to chat with you for a good hour here. Um, and, you know, we've been talking about doing the uh, 90s Nicktoons uh, slash cartoons show. We might have to get that one going, too. Yeah, we do. I got to start making a list for that because that's going to be hard. That, I thought this was hard. One. That might be worse. That's going to be <laughs> that's going to be very hard. But uh, that's all we have for now. Uh, thank you very much. And we will talk with you soon. Thanks, Butzo. Thanks again to Carly for stopping in and being a part of the show and sharing her, her top 10 emo punk rock songs. Uh, we're going to take a quick break and then we'll be back with everyone's favorite segment of the podcast. And that, of course, is your Iron Dread Weight Room Song of the Week presented to you, as always, by Crank It Up DJ Service and Line Dance Instruction. The Iron Dread Podcast is brought to you in part by Crank It Up DJ Service and Line Dance Instruction, available for all your DJ and line dance needs. Please visit crankitupdjdancing.com for booking information. So crank it up! This is Rob Dubay, social studies teacher at Dexter High School. You are listening to the Iron Red Podcast. This week's Weight Room Song of the Week, chosen by our special guest, my very own sister, Carly Whitaker, is Second Sucks from her favorite band, A Day to Remember. Crank it up. Fight.
There you have it, folks. This week's Weight Room Song of the Week, Second Sucks, from A Day to Remember. You can find that song and every song on our Iron Dread Weight Room Song of the Week playlist. Every song, of course, that has been picked by all of our guests. There on that Iron Dread Weight Room Song of the Week playlist. Just go to Spotify, search Iron Dread Weight Room Song of the Week playlist, and it will be there for you. You can also find it in the show notes. So that's really all we have for today's show. We'll be back next week with our special guests, Zach Bagby and Quincy Goff, checking in with them. Until then, strength is never a weakness. Tough people always win. Around here, we're becoming dread stronger. I'm Chris Whitaker, signing off.